Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. Well, we are back. You, you might look upon this as a part two from last week. We looked at Wicca, which is the modern practice of witchcraft and where it came from and what it, what it really does, defining it a bit. We almost have these cart and horse, you know, back in the wrong direction because you might have wanted to have this one first. I, I battled about that somewhat. But most of the books, most of the people that you meet that claim to be witches, most of the movies and such, will actually be drawing from the 1950s Gardner and Valiente books uh, rather than from anything ancient, even though they claim ancient roots. So let's talk about witchcraft and witchcraft itself. <clears throat> witchcraft is the use of alleged supernatural powers generally found in nature or perhaps spirits or spirits found in nature and manipulating those spirits or bringing about a result by using those spirits through ceremonies, chants, prayers, sacrifices, that sort of thing. Here's something that is very, very important to know. And I bet it's gonna surprise 90 plus percent of those who are listening to this. Witchcraft as defined by historians, books and the like until the last, I'd say 30, 40 years. Uh, and there's a reason why it changed. But before then, witchcraft referred to negative work. In other words, the creation of curses, spells, ointments, poisoned to harm somebody. There was no white magic. There was no you know, beneficial magic or beneficial white witchcraft. There's none of that in history. That's a figment of modern imaginations. And some of it's been because there have been women that look back and say, well, most of these were, uh, most of the people who were hunted down were women, therefore this is anti-feminist, anti-strong uh, woman. And they have placed several layers of veneer over this to where people don't really understand what witchcraft meant when you used that word to anybody before, say, 1940, uh, when some of these changes began to go about. And that's important to know because we're not going after here um, a woman who happens to have a skill in pharmaceuticals, which I've actually read books, people trying to do that. And I'm going, you can only do that if your source materials do not ever go back and honestly deal with anything pre-1940. And that's, that's not honest, regardless. Benevolent uses, they're just a modern veneer. It was always negative whenever witchcraft was mentioned. Witches were dangerous because they intended harm. They intended not because they had knowledge, not because they were special, not because they were just odd, not because they had a hooked nose or they were, or they were too pretty or the like. No, witches were dangerous because they intended harm to the community to specific individuals or to the, the community at large. 
there has been a wonderful, very thorough treatment of this printed by the Yale University Press only in 2017. So the research is really up to date because there hadn't been a whole lot done in the last six years. But that's by Ronald Hutton, H-U-T-T-O-N. The book is called The Witch, A History of Fear from Ancient Times to the Present. And again, that's Yale University Press, 2017. Uh, very thorough. Um, and it explains this in great detail, that witchcraft was always considered negative because the results of the witches, spells, potions, incantations, whatever, were for negative purposes, solely for negative purposes. Britannica, however, that if you don't know what the Britannica is, you sad, sad people, those, those um, printed encyclopedias were amazing, but if you can uh, subscribe online, you'll get a lot better information than you'll get from Wikipedia. Wikipedia is not the vast wasteland that some people portray it as, but it's not always as reliable. So the Britannica says, witchcraft exists more in the imagination of contemporaries than in any objective reality. What does that mean? It's another way of saying, oh boy, um, this is play acting. This is, and, and by the way, that is, that's what scientists and historians and sociologists have all agreed upon, is that there is no power here. This is play acting. These weren't people who happened to find medicines ahead of time or the like. We're going to talk about them. These were people who intended to use nature spirits or spirits found in nature using supernatural means to harm someone else or a group of someone else. <clears throat> as soon as neighbors began to you know, turn in their neighbors, this became a, a way of getting rid of people you didn't like. There's no question there that people were falsely accused of being a witch. Absolutely no question. It happened. Did it happen all the time? Not so much because when it happened, it boomeranged. The people that were accused of being a witch would say, of course I am, and under torture say, and the people that accused me are my, my co-patriots in being a witch. And people went, what? And so those who accused often ended up being killed as well. That's what happened in the Flame Out in Massachusetts, very, um, very, very popularly known, well-known. Um, but if you take a look at the history there, you'll find out Far fewer people were killed than you might think. Far more of them were men than you might think, but it was still all rubbish. The accusations and the way they tried to determine who was a witch. King James, who is the one that the King James Bible is named after, he was most proud of his book on how to find and how to torture and how to kill witches. Really, it's horrible. Uh, I. I think that there are modern language versions of it. Uh, he used a very, very old English. It makes Shakespeare flow like, like modern speak down them all um, when you try to read it in, in its original. But it is just, it's just evil. The way it talks about, we have to go out and find people. Well, they went out to find people because things were going wrong. Crops didn't come in, must have been a witch. Plague, must have been a witch. Anything happened, you know, I got, I, We've, we've tried to have two babies and the babies were still born, must have been a witch. 
and so they would go hunting for people. That sort of thing needs to be kind of separated from what we're talking about as witchcraft. The people who actually believed they were practicing witchcraft were, in history, always malevolent, always on the dark side. Oddly enough, there was a magic, they didn't call it magic, that you could use to counter the spells, but it was generally called wisdom, and the people who used it in, in the English-speaking world were called cunning folk. In other words, wise people who knew how to counteract the witch's spell, but they didn't consider themselves witches. Uh, they did not consider themselves, they never took an action to hurt somebody. Um, and that may be, I don't know that I can say that for 100% for everybody. But in history, what we find is that these were protective spells and were not considered to be witchcraft at all. Now, something in the middle, like a love potion, was generally looked upon as very, very dangerous because you were taking away the free will of another person. So once again, that was generally put under witchcraft. Um, the, again, the witch hunts were trying to find a reason why things went wrong. There's a great God. He loves us, but something terrible has happened. We must find the reason. Now, it, this really shows us one of the situations in which you can misuse the Bible and that they would refer to things such as the sin of Achan and his family. It's probably more Achan, but Achan and his family. Uh, if you're a member in the battle, uh, before the, the night of the battle, they were told, don't take anything. Um, he took some things, he looted, and because of that, they lost at the battle of Ai. Ai, that's how, that's how you spell it. And so, you know, Joshua goes, how in the world did we lose this easy battle? And God goes, well, because there's sin in the camp. So they go searching around and they find Achan and he had looted some. So they kill Achan and they kill his entire family. Um, I guess they were complicit or they overdid it. I'm not really sure. Uh, you don't have to like the story, but the story's in there. And they would use that story, uh, witch hunters, and stories like that and scriptures we're going to get to at the end of this particular uh, video to give them the permission to go hunt down anybody they could blame, scapegoats, for anything, anything that went wrong. By the way, that ignores the entire book of Job that says sometimes things go wrong because people are doing right. The Bible can be used as a weapon or as a narrative bringing us to Jesus. Sadly, so many people have chosen the former. Magical healers and midwives were generally left out of these witch hunts. There are instances where they went after midwives or they went after magical healers, but they're, they're actually comparatively rare. And that's just when you get a mob. And the rule of a mob is the more people in your mob, the dumber it is, period. You look at, at, pres at any riots you've ever seen, the, the more people you get, the dumber the group is. It is just, we, we see it in history. And sometimes then, therefore, they go after the very people that they shouldn't go after. But remember, many religious people did disapprove of any healing. They felt it unnatural in the Christian science religion, which isn't really Christian or science, but other than that, it's, it's wonderfully named. They believed that illness itself was a myth and you just thought you were sick. Uh, you know, I guess when you died, you just thought you were dead. 
but you didn't go to a, a doctor. What you went to is you went to a Christian science healer. And there have been cases went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court about children who could have been saved, but the parents didn't take them because they were Christian scientists or they were Jehovah's Witnesses. And they refused to do blood transfusions and some others because they felt in their reading of a Levitical law that they weren't allowed to do that. And it's a misreading of the law, by the way. And most states have protections built in for children because of this. But also think about this. It wasn't, it wasn't that long ago, in the 1800s, churches rose up against giving women any pain control, any painkillers during childbirth because that was going against the will of God. He said they will have pain in childbirth, therefore you cannot give them any. I, this was not a few rabid groups. This was the general view of Christians. So we can't let Christians off the hook when it comes to attacking um, healing and attacking modern science. Um, a lot of folk still believe that taking this medicine or that medicine is, or having this particular medicine in our water or in our food is an attack upon God. And I'm not giving a blanket okay to everything that people put into food and water uh, or that they sell at the vitamin store. I don't, no, I don't give a blanket okay to that. But that's a whole concept, you still get this, that natural is better than you know unnatural. And if we just do our food right and go into the rainforest, we're gonna find things that cure everything, except that um, your cells will still die and they will tire. And uh, there are also so many things in a rainforest that will kill you and want to kill you aggressively. So um, be very careful about this idea that anything natural is better. Not so much. Sometimes, but not all the time. Moving on. In the Western world, witchcraft is playtime. It's dress up. It is entirely made up stuff. There is zero power to it, unless you think there's power to it. And, and you can have a placebo effect. And there are many cases that we have found where people felt they would had been cursed and they do wither and die. But that's a placebo. That's not a, a spirit attacking you. It is self-delusion. That's it. There's no power, no history, no backup. There's been no test to prove anything that they're doing does anything. It is just another way to feel important. Kind of like the neighborhood gossip. You know, the gossip just makes them important. Or the neighborhood person who's reeling with self-pity. The self-pity makes them special and makes you have to treat them in a special way. The most powerful person in the room is a person with self-pity because they, may, they require everyone to form around them at all times. Same with the witch. It is all play and pretend. In Africa and in some parts of Asia, it is a very, very dark problem. Uh, in Ghana, for example, in Nigeria, I know of those two nations for sure, uh, witches are often hereditary. They, they are passed down through the family and families are known as shaman or that just means wise people or witches and they practice and the community believes in it but then the community turns on them and there are still to this day people being killed because there were witches and they caused me to have this problem whatever that problem was. Again, ignoring Job and running to Achan, 
So maybe, um, by the way, if there's, there's a great book about that, but you're probably going to have to find it on the interlibrary loan. Uh, it's way out of print, but it is quoted everywhere. It's by a guy named Evans Pritchard, and that's a last name hyphenated. So no guesses. <laughs> you don't get too many uh, chances to guess what nation he's from. Evans Pritchard. And it was written in 1937. And the book is called Witchcraft, Oracles, and Magic Among the Azande. Uh, and he, I mean, it's an amazing book, really is. But here's the thing, you might say 1937, it really hadn't changed that much. And some of these nations, it really hasn't. They still go after the witches. And it's terrible what they do to these people. Many of them who aren't witches at all, and they're not, not even folk healers but they were just blamed. They, they were the scapegoats. Now, we, we cannot close this without, and I know we've gone to 16 minutes. Please allow me to go just a bit longer. We cannot close this without talking about the fact that the Bible does talk a lot about witches. There is that very famous uh, verse in Exodus 22:18, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. The, um, in 1 Samuel chapter 28, there's even a woman with a familiar spirit generally referred to as the witch at Endor. In Deuteronomy 18, uh, halfway through the chapter, start at verse 9, there is a really a substantial paragraph is all about witchcraft, necromancy, spells, casting, and the like. Um, there are so many passages, some of them in isolation, like Leviticus 19.31, the verse ahead of it and the verse behind it don't say anything about it, but 19.31 certainly does. And I've, I've, looked, um, I've looked up several different places, so I'm gonna put a link in the uh, description box for this video that sends you to a page that purportedly lists all the verses against witchcraft in the Bible. Problem is, as I've gone through them, a lot of them don't refer to witchcraft. Some of them do refer to dem demonology, the, um, the sacrifice of your children to false gods and such. We can talk about demons another day, all right? I don't want to do three of these in a row. So why weren't you allowed to suffer a witch to live? Please remember what that word meant. It didn't mean the healer that was making a poultice for your fever. It meant someone who was actively working with forces they imagined and some who might have been real. I don't know if demons hooked in there or not, but the point is they were anti the community, trying to harm the community. You can't let people who are harming the community live. Now that was a very, very rough thing to say. And we don't really get a lot of examples of how this was practiced. Not only in scripture do we not find much, we don't find much in the extra biblical, outside the Bible's writings, or even the writings that were made much, much later about these stories. We don't find much at all. It seemed to have been understood as you don't let an enemy of the community be in the community. And so, again, does the phrase bother us today? Of course it does. But again, understand its context and then deal with it. Now, the witch at Endor, got to talk about her. The Bible actually doesn't call her a witch. It says a woman with a familiar spirit, which means that she was communing with some spirit that she said gave her powers and gave her information. However, when King Saul in disguise came to her and said, I need to talk to Samuel, uh, she did one of these things where, and people do this all the time. They say, I can talk to dead people, you know, necromancy. 
I can talk to your relatives. You know, and all you have to do is, is go through me. Well, he went to her and saying, I really need to talk to Samuel. Well, Samuel showed up and people go, look, they have real power. <laughs> no, please look. She was shocked that it worked. And I'm sure she had some mumbo jumbo all ready to roll there. And God sent Samuel back to tell Saul, no, you're going to die. I'm done with you. And it shocked the witch or the woman that anything occurred at all. So don't try to make too much of that story and read too much of that power in the universe. All right, I'll put the link in the description. Thank you for letting me go an extra five minutes. God bless you. Thank you for giving. Thank you for subscribing. That's huge. And hitting the bell and sharing this. That makes all the difference in the world. God bless you. Don't do witch stuff. Do real stuff this week. Cheers.